know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys I do I need to get it together y'all But um it is 10.15 My goal is to be asleep by 12 o'clock tonight But no um really quick really quick I can't promise it's going to be really quick, but really quick in my head. Uh, but no, you know how people always put the caption like, we're not picture perfect, but we still worth the picture, right? So some reason that ties into like what I've been experiencing. And I've been just seeing like things, the same common thing, just different scenarios with other people. So um, I was driving my way to get the pizza earlier. And I'm like, God, give me something about myself first that I can touch on before I touch on the experiences that I've seen with other people. And pretty much how we walk around or we paint this image of ourselves to everybody else. But we know deep down it's something in us that's like screaming for help. So I'm like, God, what's in me that I use to idolize? And I'm like, okay, I want to say relationships, but I'm like, no, it's something else deeper. And God took me to a place. I used to idolize church. Like, I still love church, don't get me wrong. But there was a point in time where church was an image for me. Like, church was, it gave me the good girl image. It gave me the innocent look. Like, when I knew behind closed doors, I used to do things that didn't really match the girl who was going on Sunday. So, I was... It was like a high feeling. Like I was it was like a, a drug feeling going to church on Sundays and then I was repeating the same mistakes Sunday through Saturday. Like church became something I idolized. And it's crazy to say that because I remember the pandemic first started and T D Jace made a sermon. He was like a lot of people play church. And I was just telling somebody like that was actually me. I used to play church. And now it's at the point it's so crazy now because for me not to be like inside of a church building like in months now, it's like my relationship actually grew closer with God because I learned that church is important and I think like, everybody should go. But as much as you go to church, as much as you need to have that personal prayer time with God, like where I'm at in life, everything that I do is connected with God. Like every single thing do not, I could not give my best in no area if I'm not feeding my spirit and that's with every single thing like that's like job wise as a mother wise as a speaker wise like anything I do in life is connected to God and me like getting my spirit fed and I remember I used to play church I idolize it I like the building I like to feel good I like the hype messages like oh you're going to get a break like I used to like that stuff but now I'm at a point where I can't idolize that and I really found my relationship with God like the sincere way or whatever you want to call it even though I'm not a perfect Christian, but one thing one thing I do, I always strive my best to just be better than, than who I was yesterday. And one thing God do, he convict me on everything I do. Like, even if I want to go back to an old way, old person or anything that's old, God would make me so uncomfortable that I can't even stay in that place too long. But some things that I noticed this week that I really wanted to just dig on, like, it was like two different situations. Like, um, 
I was out somewhere over the weekend and I was talking to this person that I ran into or I was out somewhere and this guy, he was like, what did he say? He was like, I got, I got the nice car. I got the nice success. I got, I got a nice house. Um, I'm everything that most women would go for. But he was like, deep down, I have the lowest self-esteem. And he was like, deep down that I'm putting on this image like I'm a strong black man. But deep down, I'm really broken. Like deep down, I'm really, I really feel pathetic. Like deep down, I really feel like I'm not good enough. And it's like, and he was like, I, out my mouth, I say I deserve better. But in my heart, and my actions, it don't show that I deserve better. And it just showed me. And in the second, the second incident, um, I see somebody having a conversation with them and they was telling me one thing, but the image they was putting on social media, it was something else. Like they was posting a bunch of material things, like they found happiness in those material things. But to me, they was like feeling extremely sad, like really broken. And like all that stuff they was posting, it really didn't mean anything to them. And it gave me the podcast idea of how many of us paint this fake image like everything is okay when it's not okay like how many of us like me I used to walk around like I was just this innocent girl like church was just making everything every problem go away when I was still sinning I was still in the abortion clinic but still going to church that same Sunday like that was me and a lot of us we walk around and we idolize the material things like we buying this nice car we buying this long weave we getting our makeup did we buying these nice clothes. We've got these buffs on. Like, we buying all these things. It's making us feel good for the moment. Have you ever paid attention to somebody? Matter of fact, not somebody, me. This used to be me. When I used to get my hair did, like, say if I was really depressed about a guy. And I would get my hair did. And I'd be feeling like I'm that girl. But that feeling only only fills me up for a hot moment until I'm back to reality. So I was to what I was actually really feeling. It's only so long that that temporary void that we run to, it only, it only lasts for so long. It only keeps us so high for so long before we back sober and we're back to reality. And it's like me and they would, okay, I got to have the nice car. I got to have the nice house. I got to have the success. But it's like, what is success with an empty soul? What is a 24-inch weave with an empty soul? What is, what is all these nice things that we put an image for if deep down... We're really depressed. If deep down these things that's giving us this temporary happiness, if we're really crying at the end of the night, you, you in the morning you start your day and you're excited and you're full of joy. But when you go to sleep at night, you cry yourself to sleep and nobody see those tears. When we wake up the next day, you all happy like nothing, like nothing just happened. Like like last night, you you didn't have suicide thoughts, and it really just like struck me so much. And I was like, man, like. Um, I used to idolize clothes. Like me, I used to like feel so good and so pretty. And I'm like, I dress up. Like I still get dressed up. Like now when I get dressed up, it's like I get dressed that I'm going to like an event, something, a, something, a business meeting or something like that. But I remember I used to get dressed up just to get dressed up, just, just to take a picture. Because it made me feel pretty for that moment. But even though I was feeling pretty on the outside, my soul was bleeding for help. My soul was screaming for help. And I don't know what your image is, but you have an image that you're walking around. Or I would call it a mask. What mask are you putting onto the world? But deep down, you're walking around like everything okay. So Saturday, Sunday night, you you turning up, you drinking because you know everybody. This reminds me of my friend. Like my friend, 
Ace who passed away, um, I remember him always drinking. And everybody thought he was just this turn-up guy. And I just see I just see right past it. Like when he was drinking so much, he was just trying to numb the pain. He was just trying to forget all his life problems. Like he was just trying to find a way just to fall asleep at night because he was so traumatized from his past. And when he used to drink so much, I was like, oh my God, like everybody think he just this fun turn-up guy. And like this man's soul was screaming for help. God rest his soul. But that stuff used to tear me apart because I'm like, nobody don't even see it. Like when you around people that's broken as you they they can't even feel that your heart is screaming for help when everybody around you that is broken and they void is something else or they idolizing something else they can't even see that you're that you need help they can't even see that and it's just scary because the more we put on this image at daytime and then we go home at night and we're crying it's like it makes healing so harder because it's like in my speech, I always say this. It's like, God cannot heal the person we pretend to be. God, like the person we walking around, like everything okay, God can't, God can't heal that person. Because that's not who you really are. Like God wants the weakest part of you. Like today, I was having like a really stressful day and a Bible verse came to mind. Like I was like, I'm your, I'm your strength and your weakness. Like I want the weak part of you. Like, I want the weak part of you. So when you're feeling so weak, I'm going to remind you that I'm your strength. I'm the one that gives you that courage when everything around you make you feel like a failure. God wants that weak part. Like, people in society and everybody around us, we have to put on a strong face because they, they don't give us room or don't, they don't give us space to, to feel safe, to be vulnerable. Or they don't give us space to be, like, um, weak. But I feel like, always one thing i learned out of life i used to feel so weak as a person i used to to think i was so weak-minded and one thing god showed me the weakest person always turned out to be the strongest person i remember being in the last situation i was in and i remember i was the weakest person ever and it's crazy how things turned out like i was i really found and the crazy part is i didn't find my strength within myself i found my strength within god that wasn't i can't even take credit for nothing i even went through but it's like, how many times we're going to walk around like everything, okay? I always say this, God cannot heal what you don't reveal. So I hope that even if you have to journal it down, like, do voice memos. Like, whatever you have to do, just do it. Like, just name all of those weak areas. Like, let me tell you something. I used to have a, I used to have a problem with bitterness. I used to have a problem with jealousy. I used to have a problem with competing. I used to have a problem with, like, low self-esteem. I didn't have any confidence. I used to have a problem with validation. Like, all of those things used to sit on my heart. And I remember I first had a problem with jealousy. And I was honest with God. I was like, God, I feel jealousy in my heart. And normally, I wouldn't admit that because I'm like, there's absolutely no way that I'm jealous. But so many situations used to make me feel like I'm not good enough. And it brought me to, uh, it opened up a portal inside of my heart where it made me start to compare myself to other women. So I had to be honest, even though it was so hard to sit it out my mouth that I had a jealousy problem laying on my heart. Once I said it out my mouth, God immediately began to work on it. Because the more you be quiet about something, you pacify something, the more it grows. Because it's like, if you're not calling it out, why would God work on it? If you're not tending to it, if you're not working on it, like God, it's like, clearly you don't do nothing wrong with it. So why would God touch it? But a lot of things we idolize, like... Um, like me, like 
I think I said this recently on social media. Like, I love weed. Like, I really do love weed. But I have a weird perspective of weed that I notice about myself. I love weed. I'm going to continue wearing weed. But I remember over the years, I didn't wear my natural hair. And I used to always, like, buy wigs. And I always thought that wigs gave me a false image of myself. Like, wigs used to make me feel... I don't know what image it gave me, but it gave me this false image of myself. And I remember um, this year, the guy who did my hair, he's like, you should wear real hair. And I'm like, cool, I wear my real hair. And then at the moment I started my real hair, and I was like, dang, Shanice. Because I was so afraid to wear my real like, It wasn't my hairstyle. It was me wearing my real hair, showing my true natural self. I was so used to wearing wigs or wearing like half-naked clothes, my boobs out, my belly showing, or my booty out. Like those things was drawing attention to me not necessarily saying weed because like i said i like weed still but th- for me at the moment at that time it was a false image for me to get validation and get approval so now with my real hair my real hair is symbolized to me at that time like Shanice, like you're beautiful without makeup you're beautiful without lashes like you're beautiful without all of those things you're beautiful natural like you're more beautiful with, with all of those things off like, at the end of the night, when you take that hair out your head, when you take that nice outfit off, when you're done driving that nice car, when you're done looking at your bank account, when you your pocket's empty, how do, do you still feel good? Do you still feel like you're still worthy of something when all of those things are off you at the end of the night? Like I said, what do all those things mean if you have an empty soul? One of my old pastors, she used to say this. She said, you cannot bring a Brinks truck to a funeral the Briggs trucks is those big money trucks that walk around or drive around to the banks when you die all these things that we idolize and worship we can't take it to heaven with us we can't take it with us when we die we only take ourselves and when people at our funeral they're not going to stand <coughs> excuse me they're not going to stand at the altar and say hey such and such drove a Bentley you know what they're going to say they're going to say everything you done right. They're going to say how you treated people. They're going to say what your character was like. They're going to say this person was a good person or a bad person. If this person was funny or this person, this person was this, but they did that. Like your character is what you, is what matters when all this is over with. And if you idolize, like me, I just idolize relationships. I used to be on social media 24 seven. Like I want a man. I want a boyfriend. I can't wait to do this relationship goals. Like I just consume my mind up with that. I used to idolize it. Like it wasn't other important stuff to do on this earth. Like it wasn't other people to help. Like it wasn't other things that I could have been focusing on. I used to idolize that stuff. And I was just like listening to his conversation like the other day. And to hear a black man say like, I got everything most people desire, but the inside I feel weak. You know how much a man that is for, for somebody to say that? I admired it. I was like, wow, that's just, it's deep. Because most people don't recognize, like, that stuff means nothing. It gets you attention. It gets you the wrong attention. It don't even get you the right attention. Because a real person won't be moved by that type of stuff. But y'all, that's a whole word. You feel me? But no, I love y'all. And I really want to just share that. I have another podcast I want to do. That I have to study. But I do. I really, really, really love y'all. And I just hope that I don't know um, whatever is at the center of your heart. That's the results you're going to get out of life. If your mind is focusing on your ex um, relationships or whatever it is that's not of God, like, 
put God or ask God, teach me to be the center of my heart. And then everything you desire out of life, it comes from God. Like you focus on God, God will give you the marriage. God will give you the job. God will give you the business. God will give you everything. God just want to be put first before those things. Because when we put those things in front of God, we make those things a God. Boy, girl, that was a whole word. But I love y'all. I do hope and pray y'all have a great day tomorrow. I just pray that. You just find you and figure out who you are, who you really are outside of all those things. But that's it, okay? Okay, Tinkerbutts. I'm calling my baby Tinkerbutt.